From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. And welcome to The Desert Scene. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Brian Mendoza, who's running the board and doing all kinds of great stuff. And really, really, really excited to have our guest today, uh, Chip Prince, who uh, I just met a couple of weeks ago, and he is playing the piano for this wonderful project we're doing at the Palm Springs Cultural Center called Razzle Dazzle, which uh, the first one is March 31st. Hey, Chip, how are you? Hey, I'm great. Glad to be on the program. Yeah, nice so to meet, uh, Brian too. Yeah, Brian's my fabulous co-host. We we uh, we work really well together. So, um, I am so 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 excited about this thing because partly because in my, our first show I'm working with three people three guys who've all been on Broadway which I have not even clear and Brian was asking me and uh, this is a great way to start some of the stuff that you've done so give us a couple of stories a couple of shows that you've played on Broadway and a little bit of your Broadway experience well um, in the early 90s I did some touring uh, with shows like Les Mis and um, uh, Miss Saigon but then I decided to move to New York in 1998, and I was super lucky, like right out of the gate, um, I had an opportunity to be a piano sub in Ragtime and a couple other shows, Mm -hmm. but Ragtime turned out to be a good thing for me, Um, and uh, uh, I wound up taking over the piano job on that show for Mm -hmm. like a year, so that was very cool. I also did uh, La Boheme on Broadway, the Baz Luhrmann uh, version. Uh-huh. Um, so it was the opera. It was an Italian, but it was on Broadway. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I do? Um, I also well, did a lot of subbing in shows on Broadway. It's fun. I subbed in Les Mis. I subbed in A Chorus Line. I played Chicago exactly once. Um, that's a story, but I won't tell it now. Okay. Um, and, uh, and some other cool stuff. I got to meet a lot of interesting people. Oh, yes, Corgi and Bess with Audra McDonald. Oh, my gosh. So, wow, she is yeah. fabulous. Yeah. So, so what, uh, uh, well, let's back up. We're going to back up and then we'll go forward. So let's back up. Where are you from originally, and did you start playing piano at like four or something? Um, yes, I did. Uh, I'm originally from <laughs> from a very small town in New Hampshire, way up north, okay. Lancaster, New Hampshire. Okay. And um, and uh, I had a couple of sisters that played piano, had taken lessons. And when I was very young, I heard them playing, and I said, "Ooh, I'd like to do that." And so mm-hmm. I went and started picking out things on the piano. And so I was playing from about age four, and didn't have lessons until I was nine. Okay. Uh, and they only lasted a couple of years. But um, I was good enough, uh, and it was a small enough town that I got asked to play for everything. So I learned by doing. Mm-hmm. And in high school, I was playing for the the like the junior high chorus and the high school chorus. Right. And if there was a minstrel show or something, which we still did in those days, mm-hmm. um, then I uh, I would play for that and. Like I say, I, I learned by doing, and then I went to college and pursued it. Yeah, so. and so the, uh, so when so where did you go from New Hampshire? Did you go straight to New York, or was there some stop along the way? Oh, there were a couple of stops along the way. I uh, I went to Brigham Young University, so I was in Utah for a few years. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, uh, and I took way too long to get my degree because I kept being in performing groups, which was part of my education. I don't mm-hmm. regret that at all. Mm-hmm. I moved to Salt Lake City, and um, a chance connection with a friend who was working on cruise ships got me a cruise ship job. So I worked on three different cruise ships. This is uh, 1989 and 1990. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some good experience there doing shows and uh, playing for cocktail music, learning to be a better jazz player. Um, and, uh, so, and then after that, I moved to Palm Springs in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, and then almost immediately... Uh, got a touring job and so wasn't here very much mm-hmm. so that was that was in the early 90s and then in 1998 i finally dared to try new york and i wound up being there for 22 years wow Although, again a lot of that a lot of that time was touring yeah i was working in the city but i think i did more touring than i did working in the city mm-hmm. and then when did you uh, come back here to palm springs kind of to, to stay for you know hopefully <laughs> well even before the pandemic, I was beginning to notice uh, that work was slowing down for me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, no complaints. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, and New York is an expensive place to live. Yeah. And rents kept getting higher. And mm-hmm. so it just made sense for me to move to a place that I already owned mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and get rid of that extra expense and everything. And, um, and so just as I was on the point of making that move, then the pandemic hit and it was like, that sealed the deal. It's like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got to do that now and retire. Mm -hmm. So I retired and, and almost immediately I'm like sort of unretired now. I'm getting called called to do wonderful projects like yours. Yeah. And you also, let's see people, gay men's chorus, right? And desert, was it desert theatricals? You've been playing for a couple other uh, groups. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm singing in the, in the gay men's chorus and, uh, I I have some duties there once in a while. If they need an extra pianist for a rehearsal, I do Mm -hmm. that. And uh, Desert Theatricals uh, has had me play a little bit of audition piano for mm-hmm. them. And they've got uh, rehearsals coming up for um, Forum. A funny thing happened on mm-hmm. the Forum that I will uh, do some rehearsal piano yeah. for just to, to fill in. You yeah. know, uh, it takes a village and we have a village of pianists handling yeah. that show. <laughs> so would you say that right now you've kindly kind of achieved the balance that you wanted between, you know, a, a reasonably priced place to live, a beautiful place to live, low stress, but working when you want to? Or have you kind of gotten that balance? I think I'm still finding that okay. balance. It's, you know, when you get, when you become accustomed to a slower lifestyle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and think, okay, I could live like this. And then things start opening up again and the phone starts ringing. It's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to have to get up in the morning and ca- <laughs> yeah. caffeinate myself again yeah. and run around and, you know, and like I'm driving a car now. Mm-hmm. I was 20 years of taking subways, subways everywhere. Yeah. And so, you know, I have to judge distances. I live in a part of Palm Springs where it takes a while to get to Rancho Mirage and mm-hmm. Palm Desert. I mean, it's not a long distance. It's yeah. not like an L.A. commute. But right. I do have to allow time to get places. Yeah. So I want to go to go to the music. With, with the, I mean, you do. Have you? So you almost strictly done Broadway. Have you done jazz and other things as well? Or are you more just kind of a strictly Broadway guy? Uh, I would say my bread and butter mm-hmm. has been Broadway. Okay. I 
started as kids do as you know learning classical and i loved classical in fact i was up until college i was somewhat of a classical snob Mm. um and uh, you know but but i quickly learned i was not going to be a concert pianist um Mm. like a soloist i got more kits from accompanying people Uh um and I did, you know, I accompanied people in their recitals, uh, uh, opera arias and art songs and that sort of thing. Also, violinists and flutists. I mm-hmm. got to do some of that literature. But then along the way, I started to get opportunities to play for shows. Yeah. And that was where the money actually came from. I thought I, at one point I might be become involved with an opera company. But instead, I wound up doing Broadway mm-hmm. things. And... Also, I decided, oh, I need to probably learn about jazz and find out how to do that. So um, I'm not what you would call a jazz pianist. Mm -hmm. I can fake it Mm -hmm. enough to do what needs to be done in a Broadway show if there's some jazz in it, if that makes sense. God, yes, yes, yes. So, I, you know, <laughs> I've, I've always said, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a singer, and I, I took eight years of piano, and I'm, you know, I, I learned how to read music, which is helpful as a singer, and I can pound out jingle bells. That's about it. I mean, you know, as far as my piano skills go. But um, what would you, i love to hear from you, there's definitely a difference between someone who's a wonderful pianist and someone who's a wonderful accompanist. So, I mean, it's two different skills. I mean, yeah, it's good to be a great, but some p- great pianists aren't that great at accompanying. So, uh, what w- other than just, I guess it's following, being able to follow a singer, what would you say is the main difference? Um, yes, following a singer, also being able to stick with a groove mm-hmm. if the tune you're playing mm-hmm. has a groove. A lot of solo pianists, because they spend six hours a day in a practice room yeah. or just practicing on their own or yeah. whatever, they forget how to interact with other musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might mean that they're, you know, they're, they're moving the beat around. They're speeding up, they're slowing down. And there's certainly a place for that. And, uh, but they're doing it on their own. They're not, they're, they're not necessarily getting practice at breathing with another person right and paying attention to that now sometimes we have to like say i'm playing a a jazz standard or a you know a standard song and the singer that i'm with back phrases Mm -hmm. now if your audience doesn't know what back phrasing is that's when the singer maybe doesn't quite stay with the beat right and um and i used to be when i was younger i was i used to be the kind of pianist that would say oh, she's taking more time with this phrase, so I need to take time with her. And sometimes that's the wrong thing to do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I need to just lay the beat down, keep it going. The singer will do what Their she own does thing, or what yeah. he does. Mm-hmm. And, and what they need for me to do is to provide that structure. Yes. So it's been quite a trick learning when to do which thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's fun. I, I enjoy that challenge. Well, I am so so excited to be working with you and Jeff Barnett. And where our first show Razzle Dazzle is March thirty first, Thursday, March thirty first, at the upstairs on the second floor of the Palm Springs Cultural Center at the VIP Lounge, five to seven thirty p.m. No cover, two drink minimum. Um, come check it out. We're having we're going to be monthly. But our first one is March thirty first. Come uh, meet Chip and hear his wonderful music. I'm so excited to be working with you. And thank you for being our guest today. You're, you're an interesting guy. I'm sure we're going to hear more stories from you later. <laughs> Thanks, Bonnie. I look forward to the show. And uh, yeah. Uh-
All right, Chip Prince, he's fabulous. Thank you so much. And we'll see you guys next time on The Desert Scene.